This is episode 111 of Parenting with the Focused Mindset. This is a quick midweek episode. Surprise, surprise, because we're going to talk about face coverings. In my school district, this is the very first week that kids can have the choice of whether they want to wear masks or not when they're inside the classroom. Now, all of us are in different situations all over the world, but I learned a lot of key things listening to the kids about how they feel about this situation. And I just had to put an episode out to you guys to tell you all about it. So let's get started. Welcome to Parenting with the Focused Mindset. I'm your host, Cher Kretz. I'm a school counselor and a family mindset coach. I know that raising kids is quite the journey and doesn't always turn out as we planned. Here, we talk about the solution-focused approach. We learn how to celebrate when things are going well and how to deal with the many challenges that families face. Don't forget to hit subscribe, download, follow, so you don't miss any of the family-oriented, solution-focused content that I put out for you right here each and every week. Listening to this podcast will help you be the best version of yourself in your home and with the people you love. Hello, welcome to the podcast. You know, I have to tell you, I have a very exciting job. It is not boring. That's one thing you can say about the job of a school counselor. And I've always been able to say that, but I stand alongside all of my counselor friends out there to say that our ability to shift and change has been tested and tried and uh, basically fine-tuned more than I had ever imagined that it could be possible over the last couple of years. Now, we are trained as school counselors to deal with change. That's what we do. We have a kid, they're in a change of life of some sort, and they need some assistance to get through it, and there we are. And the trend continues as my school district lifted the mandate of wearing masks inside the classroom. As you can imagine, there are people that have many different opinions on this, but really it boils down to the numbers of cases of COVID around. And when the cases come down, the state of California made the decision that Masks are no longer a necessity inside the classroom. Now, of course, we all have learned so much about how careful we need to be. And I feel like people are so much more cautious of germs overall. And that goes for kids, too. But this Monday, actually today, as I'm recording this, was the very first day. And I know myself, I had no idea what to honestly really expect. It's one of those situations, kind of like the first day we went back to school in a hybrid situation, and you're like, how is this really going to go down? Uh, How is this actually going to play out? And I'm going to tell you about how my day played out on my campus and a little bit about what happened leading up to it. You know, when I began to realize that this was going to be a big change for our kids. Uh, I've been kind of realizing it all year long because I've noticed that kids have began to move from not knowing what to do with these masks and not being able to breathe with them and all to being very comfortable with them. They're just, it's like a part of their face. It's like something that um, they would feel weird without. It kind of started reminding me of a little security blanket. 
And the trouble I saw is that the ex- expression, the expressions that they would normally have of smiling and interacting and all of that has been um, so much less. The kids don't really ever need to smile or give any kind of facial expression at all if they don't want to. It led me to think regularly about what was going to happen when the kids didn't need to wear a mask. Well, here we are. And when I knew that this day was coming, I thought right away that I'm going to do some preparing for the kids. And the first thing I did, as I always do, is I went out and did a survey, a survey of my kids at my school, the survey of the people that I coach and the people that I work with. And I ask, what are some of the struggles that you think you might face? What are some of the things that are might hinder you? Um, basically just had conversation with them. My main agenda was just to figure out where they were coming from with their feelings about taking off the mask. And I found that the kids fell in three basic categories. And parents fall in these basic categories as well. I mean, depending on the age of your kids, you might have a disagreement. Uh, You might look at it differently than your child does. But as a whole, I found that we have three basic camps. We have the people that are concerned about germs and want to be very cautious and make sure and wear the mask as much as possible. And we have the camp of people that are, and kids that are super excited about taking off the mask, can't wait, and they just, they don't care what the scenario is. Mask off is the way they want to go. And then we have this third category, and it's the category of kids that have become very comfortable with the masks and almost feeling like they're self-conscious without it. They feel as though, what would happen if people judge me for how I look and they judge my face? And what about my braces they haven't seen or my freckles or my uh, size of my nose and all of the you know things that people think about yourself when you stare in the mirror and you see what you think are flaws, and the mask has been covering those up. These are the type of concerns that kids are having. There are some kids that are really absolutely terrified to take off their mask, uh, especially if they've been brand new to the school or they've never been to school without the mask. It just seems, uh, it seems backwards at this point. Their mind is thinking, what? What are you doing? That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to wear a mask. Well, as I became more and more familiar with these three groups, I would come up to the kids that maybe wore their masks still outside and have a nice conversation with them. And many of them would share that third category. I don't think I'm going to take off my mask. I like my mask. I'm comfortable with my mask. And my next question would be, well, are you worried about germs and getting sick? Oh, no. I know that uh, we're, we're good with that. We're not going to get COVID right now. We're, we're okay. And then I'd say, well, do your parents want you to wear the mask? Oh, no, they're fine with it. Well, why aren't you wearing the mask? I just like it. I want to wear it. That's what they say. I find that there's some kids at the beginning, they'll tell me, yeah, I'm worried about germs. I think it's really important that I wear the mask. And then it doesn't take very long before they open up to me and say, well, I just don't know if I want to take off my mask because I don't know what people will think of how I look. For me, I began to just really let each category of kids know, if you will, that they're validated for how they feel. And it's okay that they feel that way. I mean, think about it. Uh, Just a little bit ago, it was like, you have to wear the mask no matter what. You couldn't even go in a shopping store. You couldn't go anywhere without wearing the mask. 
And then all of a sudden, oh, no, it's fine. We're good. The adults that are looking at the numbers and seeing that we're having a lot less cases and that we're finding that herd immunity, even them are having a really hard time taking off the mask for their own various reasons. I went to the doctor with my daughter today and I mentioned to the doctor that she was seeing, it wasn't her normal doctor. I said, yeah, today was the first day that they weren't mandated to wear masks. And she said, you know what? I know that's true, but I told all three of my kids that when they're in the classroom, I want them to wear their mask. Well, from her view, from her worldview, if you will, that is exactly what I hope her kids do no matter how they really feel about it, because she's seen a different side of it working at the hospital. She's seen the devastation and her uh, level of um, knowledge and comfort tells her, no, I need my kids to wear their masks. Now, there's another area close to where I live, and it's a part of our school district that is synonymously known as uh, extremely against masks. And my daughter goes to that school. And it was about a month ago now that they had protests, so many protests. They were on the news and the parents were outside and the kids saying they need to stop wearing masks and this needs to stop. And they want the district to hear and they want the state to hear. And it was so important to them. And I remember one day walking up to the school when there was a protest and everything was so tense and, you know, passionate. People are passionate about how they feel on this subject. Well, leading up to the days where we will have less masks, we need to continue to have a high level of respect for people's strong and dedicated positions on this subject. Because we don't know what these people have actually been through that brought them to this exact conclusion so whether you are on the far, far side of saying enough is enough, we've had masks as damaging to the kids, or whether you're on the side of caution, err on the side of reason, we need to make sure that we never help make someone feel wrong. Why wrong people? Why not just say, okay, that's where they're at right now. But when we talk about this third category of kids that I mentioned that are worried about how they look, that taps on a whole new level, doesn't it? It taps on self-confidence, self-image, um, how they view the world and kind of hiding themselves. I was motivated so much by listening to these kids that I wrote a blog article recently called Hiding Behind the Mask. And it is all about how to help kids when their confidence has been hit, when they don't want to take off the mask because they're actually nervous of how they look. I'm telling you, I've looked in the eyes of kids and I know that it's a real, real concern of theirs. Today, uh, when I went to school, I was looking around and kind of trying to make contact with some of those kids that I know struggle with that and just making a little personal connection with them to let them know that, yeah, today's a little bit different. Kids aren't having to wear masks and you might stand out a little more for the choice of wearing a mask, but you could take it slow. It's okay. That's what I wanted them to know. They have uh, their own time frame that they need to take. And we need to be patient because they've been through a lot. Change is so hard. And you know your kid has been through a lot of change. And it takes time to process that change. I mean, sure, kids are resilient, but they're not rubber bands here. Things take time. 
progress takes time, especially in a little one. And the last thing we want to do is cause them more anxiety by either shaming them or forcing them uh, to move to the next stage of taking off the masks, even when it's 100% appropriate for them to do so. If you want to check out that blog, I'll leave you a link. Um, It's on my website, thefocusedmindset.com. I wrote a blog about that and then also about what to do when kids are overly concerned about germs and what we can do to help them understand where we're moving, uh, you know, the direction that we're moving towards in the world as we move further away from the global pandemic crisis. Well, I hope that you guys can look those up and get back to me and let me know the tips that help you and the tricks and just the information. And, you know, it's all about sharing. We need to share information. And that's why I decided that uh, I needed to come up with a plan of action of how I was going to assist the people that I work with in getting through this time. So any of you that are in education or you're getting ready to prepare for masks to be off or, uh, or maybe you're a counselor and your area is different than mine, you might want to follow this formula because I think it really helped a lot of kids in our school. What I did was, like I said, I took a survey and I just got kids talking about it and just knowing that their opinion is okay. And I got different groups of kids together that felt differently about it and had discussions out on the playground. And then what I did is I had the kids help me by videotaping and helping me write a little script for a a video that I would put out to the kids. I actually had them help me with a video for the teachers first, and that was the first one that went out, just a little two-minute video of saying, hey, this is the scoop from the playground, and these are some ideas that we came up with, and these are the three categories of kids that we're going to find and get, get people thinking about how they might support kids. And then I made a second video for the kids. It was just a minute and a half long, and upbeat, just letting them know that they might fit in one of those three categories and that they're not alone and that we support them and care about them. And some tips on how they might show, feel more comfortable sharing their, showing their face. Now on the playground, the first tip that the kids came up with is that they wanted a picture. They all wanted to put a picture either on their backpack or on their desk of themselves without a mask and let people get used to it. Most every child that was the slightest bit nervous or even kids that say, I've never seen, you know, I don't know, I've never seen Roxanne's face. I don't know what it looks like. And then when Roxanne hears that, she feels even more nervous about showing it. Well, they had decided amongst themselves, we want to have a picture. And that way it's like introducing reintroducing themselves to their friends. You might want to take that tip to help your kid feel more comfortable. And the third video I did, as you can imagine, was for the parents. (laughs) And uh, you can view that video on my um, Instagram and my YouTube. It's share, C-H-E-R, the focused mindset, if you want to get an idea of how I did it. I was literally just outside. Um, It was, it's completely unprofessional, just with my phone, and I, I have a kid recording. <laughs> you even could hear him say action at the beginning of it. And I left that right in there because if you do one of these videos, just act like you're talking to a parent like you would normally um, and just go for it because people appreciate it. And man, did they ever appreciate it. I had so many kids say, I saw your video, Miss Kretz. I'm ready for the day. I saw your video. And 
it gives them a boost of confidence. You know, you, we can't be everywhere, right? As no matter what job we're in, but you can't be everywhere all the time. But the power of video that we have right in our hands helps the kids feel like we're everywhere. It helps us them feel as though I'm right there. And if you're a school counselor out there listening to this, I really encourage you to use that form of medium for getting into the classrooms. I mean, you guys see that I do the announcements on Wednesday. That has transformed my communication with kids. If kids see you and they already feel as though they know you, oh, it's such a huge hurdle to get over when you need to talk to them about something very serious in a counseling session. So um, I put out those three videos last week and then the last one today for the parents. And I just... I felt a lot more confident myself as I went into work saying, okay, uh, I, I did some preparing, but I still didn't really know what to expect. And rolling in with my daughter, I knew that she was also feeling the nerves. She said, mom, I'm just thinking about all the people that haven't seen me. And she's quite the contrarian. So uh, the way she expresses herself is she'll start rolling through all of the fears and she'll say them in such a way like they're going to happen. I know if I could break her of this habit, I would, but I usually roll with it and then wait and then rephrase what she says. And then she kind of snaps out of it. But she's saying, oh my goodness, the friends aren't going to like me. I think they're not going to like me anymore. They're not going to want to talk to me. I just, they're not going to like my nose. They're not going to like this, that, and the other. She's laying it down. Of course, when I picked her up from school, none of that had happened, but there, there it was. It was her way of processing. If your child's processing this whole change, and they're even talking about it like the worst case scenario, be careful not to just tell them they're wrong. No, 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 no. That's not true. That's not true. It's a very hard thing to uh, deny yourself from saying that, especially when some pretty ridiculous possibilities come out of your child's mouth. But try and hold back and try and listen. Because if they're choosing to share with you how they feel, that's a gift. They could keep it all in if they wanted to. They could share it in a completely different type of way to, I don't know, someone in their classroom or someone in a chat room. I don't know. But they're choosing to talk to you. That is the time you just drink it in. Don't make them wrong. Don't try and overly share your opinion. Just listen. And in this situation, that's more important than ever because that's the only way you're going to truly find out how your child is dealing with all of this change. If they get really frustrated and say, no, mom, I can't wear the mask. I'll be made fun of. They're going to make fun of me. Try, if you're one of those people that want them to keep wearing masks, try not to get into an argument of telling them about all the fear of the germs and stuff. Rather, acknowledge that they're concerned. They're concerned about being different. And um, I told you my daughter's school is in a place that is has had protests, for goodness sake, about masks. And she said that anybody that wore masks, that they did get talked about negatively. It's unfortunate. But the culture of, you have to be very aware of the culture of the school that your child is going into and be sensitive to that. And if you are um, choosing to have them wear a mask in a place that is mostly unmasked, then help them prepare, help them have phrases to say, help them to be able to go in there with a higher level of confidence with their choice. And uh, rather than telling them all the things that they already have heard and they know the reason why you're having them wear a mask. And as you can imagine, this can go both ways. 
All right. Um, in my school today, as I was walking around, I didn't know what to expect, but I'll tell you what, it was about half and half when I walked into the classrooms. Almost every classroom that I went into had a very good portion of kids that continued to wear their masks and a very good portion of kids that didn't. And it appeared that they were both kind of respecting each other, that they that there was a certain level of, okay, that's what they're choosing to do. Now, we'll see how things go as they march on. And of course, I'd like to believe that that must be from my videos, right? <laughs> that they are so well adjusted to this situation. <laughs> um, I doubt that's true. I think kids are learning that, honestly, they, they don't want to be mean to their children their friends next to them. They want to be able to say, all right, that's what they're doing. They're still my friend. It's cool. And when that happens, wow, our kids are learning how to deal with change in the most healthy way. Acceptance, love, caring, and walking forward with their choices in confidence. Now, I know that you are going to help your child do right just that. And I wanted to share with you another fun thing that you might want to do, and it's called the slow face reveal. And I give full credit to my daughter. Last week, um, it was about Wednesday or so. And she said, Mom, I decided to do the slow reveal this week. And I just decided that I was going to try something different. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, she had been thinking in her mind, and any of you that know, in the episodes I talk about her, she processes things and thinks about them before she does things. And she was uh, was legitimately concerned about the day when the mask would come off because she knew that she was going to feel as though she needed to take off the mask. She wanted to take off the mask, but she was in that category where she was feeling self-conscious about her face. She was very concerned about what people would think about how she looked. And so she decided all on her own without even telling me that first she would have the mask up at her eyes like she normally does. And then the next day, especially in the classes that she that the teachers had never seen her, right? The next day, she just moved it down to about a little lower. And then it was to her nose for a couple of days. And then the next day, it's down under her nose for a little while. And then the next day, at her lips. And then at her chin. And then under her chin. You know... In her thoughts and probably have, she said, see, no one had a chance to react because they got used to what my face looked like slowly, but surely. And as I listened, I said, that is brilliant. That's a slow face reveal. And I made a TikTok and a reel about it. And I think I'm going to put it on the shorts on the YouTube just because I think there's a lot of kids that are going to need a slow face reveal. I think that parents might encourage them to say, oh, when if you wear your mask just a little lower today, nobody will know. No one will even notice the difference. And then a little lower until all of a sudden your entire face is showing and nobody really even figured that out until it happened. One day someone might turn to him and say, hey, wait a minute, you're not wearing your mask. You were wearing it before. And it will just be not a big deal. Well, I happen to like the idea of having a slow reveal to the mask off. And, uh, and I hope lots of people join me in supporting kids with that idea. If you want to see the TikTok, TikTok, you can go to share the focused mindset and I have it there. And I, I plan on doing one with all the kids, like all the kids that really, they love this idea. They all kind of put their masks all the way up last week and then lower and lower. We did it outside, of course. 
and they did their own little face reveal. And I'm going to find a way to put all of those little pictures on a reel so we can see the kids uh, doing that. And, um, and it was really fun. The kids loved it. And, and I think that was another comfort level, just practicing that, just saying, oh, oh, it's a little lower. It's a little lower. So um, I think that we all need to find the things that work for us. Rather than just expecting change to happen, we should know better than that. We should know by now that if we ever have the opportunity, let's prepare. We've had enough of the drastic changes with no preparation. If we know that a change is going to come, and we know that we're moving towards a certain type of future, well, then I hope that you find ways to help your family prepare for the change, to lessen the anxiety, to lessen the worry. And remember, that doesn't mean that the worry and anxiety isn't going to be there. It still will be there, but they'll be better prepared to handle that stress and anxiety, and they'll be prepared to walk through it. Because we can walk through stress and anxiety. It doesn't need to stop us in our tracks. And we feel empowered when we do. But sometimes you know as parents, like we talked about in the last episode of getting kids to do things that they know they need to do when they're anxious, is that it's you that does the hard work to help them walk through the processes that they need to to get to the other side. It takes creativity. It takes patience, for goodness sake, It takes planning. With creativity, patience, and planning, you can get so much done with your kids without as much of a fuss. (laughs) And also just a healthy respect for where your kids are at. If it doesn't do you any harm and they want to wear their their mask a little longer, go for it. And then just in another time when they're not feeling pressured, talk to them about it. Talk to them about their journey. And slowly but surely, they're going to feel more comfortable if they've been feeling that self-conscious feeling. I have more that I'm going to be doing in the area of preparing. Uh, My district actually saw my blog, which is great. Actually, a friend of mine got sent my blog. It's so funny. She works with me. She, someone sent her my blog on, uh, on the masks that, that I had talked about, um, hiding behind the mask. And then she looked at it and got to the bottom and was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, I know this person, I work with her. And so she sent it to another counselor friend who's in charge of uh, getting some resources out to the whole district to help kids that might be stressed about this whole transition. And she too read it and was like, oh, this is great information, we could use this. And she goes, look who wrote it. She's like, oh. And then my third uh, counselor friend, she was like, wait a minute, that means we can have all access to this material. (laughs) So then I got pulled into the planning meeting. It was so much fun. And I was like, thank you for including me. And um, unplanned, but I'm very, very happy to be able to share anything that I've been able to write. I love writing, um, as you guys know, and working on my book, Solution Focused Kids, it's just, it becomes a... um, a passion even more and more. The more you write, the more you want to write. And uh, and I hope you guys enjoy these articles as well. I hope you can share it with someone else that might need that information because we all are struggling in our own little ways, in our own little worlds. And it's nice if we hear about someone who has a child that's wearing their mask a lot, shoot them some information, help them, help them out, you know? And I have a free resource for you called Going Through Changes from Fear to Fearless. And if you'd like that resource, 
look at the link below. Or you could go on my website, thefocusedmindset.com, and click the button right at the top of the page. It will ask for your email. It will ask for your name. And now and then I'll send you solution-focused material. But more than that, I'll send you this resource that has all of these things I just talked about all in one place, all the different things that I've put together. And you can use them however you see fit in your world, just for your own knowledge or maybe um, you'll want to use them to help the people around you to be better prepared. And don't forget to check the show notes. I'll leave all of my social media down there and any other place that we can get connected. Oh my goodness, that was a lot. I think I need to take a breath, right? (laughs) Thank you for listening to this podcast. I have one last ask for those of you that made it to the end here. Would you please use leave a review for this podcast? Um, 2022 is lacking reviews at this point, and reviews help this podcast get pushed out. It's not like other media that has algorithm. I am horrible at that word, but it doesn't push podcasts out quite the same way. And reviews make a big difference, and I read each and every one. You can write a review on the Apple Podcast platform. Right below the stars, there's a place where you can write a review. Um, There's a five-star review place, and then you'll see that. And then Spotify also has a place where you can um, leave a five-star review. These things mean so much to uh, every podcaster. When you choose to take just a minute to support the podcasts that are out there getting the information out, And one of the best ways that you can support this podcast is by leaving a review. So it's time for me to get going. Make today amazing. And until next time, keep in touch and take care.